I am Bams, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen, misunderstood, emo, Malkavian. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best Toreador from the 80s. Hi, I'm Super Cookie. I am playing Coco. The camera opens up on the apartment building that Jimmy has taken over as as his personal domain, his personal haven. Uh, how's Jimmy waking up tonight with the hunger surging forward as his body knits and mends itself back into its whole perfect state? Uh, he's yeah, he's. Waking up, realize he's hungry. He's gonna need to get a snack sometime this evening. And uh, it doesn't feel sore even when it's damaged, right? No, it's no, fine. It's, it's fine. just yeah. as if it had never happened. Yeah, so it's just, yeah, it's as if it never happened. That's how it feels about it. And he's just gonna go about his day like he would every other day. And head to Madame Fina's. Has Jimmy ever taken aggravated damage before? Oh, I assume so. So he's not unfamiliar with the process of healing and how hunger intensive it can be. Yeah. Uh, are you going to look into taking care of that right away? Or are you going to go hang out with Fina and everybody else? Oh, does it take longer to... Oh, the feeding. Sorry. Yeah. Um... Nah, he has a suspicious feeling that things are going to start happening and he'd rather talk with Fina and get his fortune told than uh, he can find someone on the... Uh, no, he, has, uh, he can feed later. That statement has never led to trouble. Yeah, I mean, what's the worst? He frenzies and just eats some random person? Yeah, they were random. They didn't have a name, family, history, any of that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, you will find Madame Fina in her usual places. Do you want to go ahead and pull your card? All right. The Three of Pentacles reversed. And my book says... Uh, work stalls, mediocrity, weakness, faltering nerve. Interesting. Random Google that I did of it says reversed is disharmony, misalignment, working alone. How appropriate. Oh, joy. Well, that's what I'd expect for today. Thanks, Fina. Madafina has been a little quieter. She has been not as enthusiastic with you this evening. Um, possibly due some, to some of the revelations that she has recently had about you, but she is still cordial enough to go through your nightly rituals after the information about the, the card that was pulled. Uh, She's going to ask, is this everything okay? Uh, you know, the, uh, the whole abduction of somebody's friend thing that I mentioned earlier. Um, yeah. yeah, that came to front in a way that was not very good for me. Person's alive, person's healthy, as healthy as a drug-rattled, uh, blood-bound person can be, um... But uh, 
yeah, it didn't work out as I had hoped. And things got a little rushed in the process. And some other friends got hurt. And they all blame it on me for, uh, some might say obvious reasons, but I refuse to admit that. <laughs> Through your explanation, she has rolled her eyes at least twice. She picks up the card and has it facing you in its reverse position as it was drawn for the reading. Do you think this might be because you can't see why people would blame this on you? Indicating the disharmony and negative effects. Oh, I'm surely fully aware that they blame it on me because it is at least partly my fault. I'm the one who put the thing into the... I'm the person who put the actions into action, if that makes sense. So it is my actions that caused all this disharmony, and yeah, I agree with this card. It makes perfect sense for exactly what's going to happen to me today. I'm not looking for... tonight, I should say. Um, I'm not looking forward to it, but uh, that is the way of unliving, I guess. He just shakes her head a little bit. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Yes, I'm sure I could have handled it better. No, there's it would other be things. <laughs> it would be hard to handle it worse. I could have killed everyone. That would have been worse. He scrunches her face up a little bit at that. Like, I was meant as a joke. I wouldn't do that on purpose. He lets the qualifier of on purpose hang in the air for a moment. As you progress with the rest of your evening, um, is going to check in on the Watchmen and stuff? Or do you have something specific you're going to get up to while your 80s music plays? Nope. Jimmy's going to treat it like any other day until you know, shit comes to him. Cool. Oh. Missy, you want high or low? Hi. Oh, shit. All right. You want to be next or you want to be last? Last. Okay. Coco, when you awaken this evening, for the lack of a better word, what's the first thing you do? Well, I'm going to text Jimmy and just ask him if Jade can be let out yet. And tell him I have a surprise I've been working on for him. I'm just going to make it like a nice text message. Okay. okay. Like, I think I wrote it really nice. Before you get to sending it, picking up your phone, you can see that there is something like 15 text messages on there. Okay. Like from who? Uh, there are a couple from Troy, who was Jade's boyfriend. Uh, it starts off easy enough, like, <clears throat> I heard from Jade, she's in the hospital. And then saying, hey, do you know what, like, a couple minutes later, like, you know what happened to her? She's not telling me what's happening, like, why she's in the hospital. Um, Are they all from today, though? They're all from earlier this morning, uh, probably like 11 o'clock in the a.m. And then a bit throughout the day. Any text messages from her? There are a couple from her. You will notice that the timestamps on his are all within that like 11 to 1230 or so window, a couple minutes in between. Jade doesn't text you until like 4.30, 5 o'clock. 
Um, well, sick. I got to text her back like immediately. Sure. Her texts uh, are like, hey, I'm awake. And then that's the only one you really get from her. Okay, cool. So I'm going to send her like a little gif of somebody getting broken out of jail, like cartoon style, where they like rip the wall down, you know? And yeah. Just be like, should I come get you now or question mark? You can see that it's red and then it's going to take a minute. Do you wait the minute for a response or do you rapid fire more texts? No, I'm just going to chew on my fingernails for a minute because I'm trying to learn patience and growth and stuff. Like I had a really great conversation with Art last night and he told me that I need to like take better care of my things and my stuff and everything. So I'm trying to, I have all the time in the world. I can just take a minute and think on this. You will get a response very hard to read emotions into text, but it, it seems as though her text habits are a little bit different. Uh, she says she texts back that they said that I can leave whenever, uh, whenever a ride is, is good for me and I can have somebody sign me out. Okay. On my way. It's weird, but she's been like in the hospital and fucked up for days. So it's fine. Um, and Jimmy, like, I'm going to text him and ask him if he wants to give me a ride to the hospital. And I'm going to be nice in how I write it. I don't know how he reads my text messages. Probably not so nice. Jimmy gets that text message. Oh, uh, Jimmy's in the middle of talking to, let's say, Stan for some reason. Just trying to make sure everything's okay with him. Probably because he's dealing with some trauma. Yeah. And he goes, oh, shit. Can we put this on hold for a sec? I need to go deal with something. Jimmy gives a quick grin. Are you awing him or are you just... Uh, no, he's not going to awe Stan right now. He's trying to just keep that... Uh, you know what? No, he needs to awe him right now just to keep him happy then no problem he he understands and he gets it all right yeah i'll be back later tonight if you're around i'll uh i'll i'll punch you down yeah you got it man and he fist bumps secret handshakes all of the stuff all right so jimmy heads to his car um uh his car is still he was working on it, and I feel like the oh, the window was broken. Uh, let's say that, like the driver's side door is still off, and he didn't put it on last night. So, fuck. So he goes to the... Was it an SUV that was given to him? Uh, it wasn't like an SUV, but it was like a nicer car. Not like super tactical, but not like super sports car. All right. So he gets in, and he goes, God damn it. He pulls out his phone again. He's like, meet you at your place. Send. After, like, probably five-minute wait, as he's running between vehicles, forgetting to, that he needs to respond to texts. But it was almost instantly read. 
That's fine. I'm totally working on patience. And I have some great ideas and I can't wait to share them with him. I spend that five minutes then um, just texting Troy, t asking him like if he's talked to her yet, telling him like I'm on my way to go get her, basically. He says that she's not responding to his text messages, that something's fucked up and it, like she won't tell me what's going on. She won't speak to me. She's just kind of pushing me away. Yeah, well, he then obviously did something. So I asked him, like, what did you do? I haven't seen her in a few nights, a few days. Okay, well, I'll get to the bottom of it, and I'll text you back. Thanks. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I hope she's okay. Okay, well, like, she'll be fine. She was in the hospital. I'm going to be with her. I'll call you in a little while. Keep your panties on. He just responds back that, yeah, just let me know if you find anything out. Yeah, so then I um, get myself ready for to be picked up. And I also grab the quick little sketches that I, I did, the the more colorful, brighter ones, you know, to, like, show Jimmy. But they're, like, sketches, and they're kind of crappy, so they're just, like, folded in, in my pocket. Um, we're happy to fast forward to the point where the two of you meet up in Jimmy's nice car. Which, like, I'm so glad he brought this, too, and I just instantly go to get in the back seat. He, Jimmy turns around. I'm not your goddamn chauffeur. Get get to the front. What the hell? It's like so much more spacious back here. And the, the sound system sounds better. Look, Miss Coco. I'm not your goddamn chauffeur. Right, okay. Alright, stern voice it is, so I just kind of like climb over and ip and through into the front seat. Better? And click my seatbelt. Yeah, that's 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 great. Alright. Let's head out. And Jimmy puts it in drive and starts heading towards the hospital. Um on yeah, and on the way, he'll uh bring up uh look. So I want things to go smoothly. I'm trying to iron out issues. Okay. She is your ghoul, technically, and your best friend. But I'm asking if I can have 30 seconds with her before you see her. Just to tell her what has happened to her in the kindred sense where she's no longer bound to you and how if she wants to stay unbound what she needs to not do you're talking to me in that therapist voice again okay i'm trying to turn a new leaf today trying i am too i'm trying to not be super harsh even though i really want to I guess that's my therapy voice. Did you ever have therapy? Because, like, I've had so much of it. Uh, no. 
why would I need therapy? I'm perfect. And he has like a stupid grin. I mean, I just thought that that's where you learn that voice from because like, it's like, like a learned thing. Those guys go to school for like years to talk like that to people. You know that, right? Sure. No, I didn't. Uh, no, I had a, a younger sister who I had to kind of keep calm at times. So, yeah. Okay, so I just don't understand why we can't just all have this conversation together, though. Like, she's my friend. If she's not unbound to me, she was my friend before anyway, okay? Because you are friends. She might not want to hurt your feelings. and She might not be willing to say something, some things, in front of you. Also, if you're there, she might look at you with an emotion you might not like, right? When I was bound to Carol, I loved her with my whole being. When the blood bond broke, I was happy she was dead. I don't know if you want to see that. Uh, yeah, ouch, that's pretty stinking rude, but I doubt it'll be that far. And I, I mean, doubt it will be that far as well. Sorry for interrupting, but just to be safe. You have like literally two minutes, okay? And then I have a surprise for you if this all like goes well, but I'm just not not ready to surprise you yet, but it's good and you'll love it, okay? I promise. I've been working on myself. I've been working on patience and staying calm and that like woo-saw thing. So we're, we're going to have a good evening here together right and grow together as a team as long as it's not a stake i'm excited for your surprise i told you you would like it okay um has anybody seen missy like or talked to her yet because she wasn't in a real great and like art was gonna gonna take care of it I trust Art and Keith with her safety 100%. She will be ready to reach out to us whenever she's ready. I just hit send on like text messages to both of them. Okay, I hope you're right. But like we can probably check on her while we're there. I'm sure they'll let us do that. I'll check on her while you check on Jade. And then we'll get back together. It'll be great. Didn't Keith take Missy? back to her place or something i thought i don't know that weird doctor friend i got all pissed off at him i thought that they were like keeping her there for some kind of something because it was all just kind of like funky the way the whole thing down and he was gonna stay and he was gonna keep his eye on jade too and that creepy doctor then i kind of smashed his phone right all right if she's there sure you can see her but i thought she was taken back to her place so whatever is the case we will figure it out missy tell me about the room you wake in back at wherever keith would have taken you i would hope he would take me back to my apartment if that was possible and hopefully i woke up in my own bed you did did wake up in your own bed which, you know, the windows are, are covered and no light ever comes in. and It's nice and dark, but it's even darker. Um, it's pretty 
sparse. There's not like personal items around. That's not Missy's style. She doesn't keep that stuff. Why keep it? Doesn't mean. But yeah, um, I guess. Is her phone buzzing? Did she get a text from somebody? We will get a text shortly. But Oh, all right. Good. On one of your side pieces of furniture, there is a note. And is Missy at all into, like, flowers? Like, as an apology thing or as, like... uh. What is something small that Keith would have thought to have gotten you as a way of apology to go with this note? A Capri Sun pouch of blood? I don't think that's something he would have been able Damn to Damn it! Um, well, I, I tell you what, hold on. Keith has a character sheet. I can make a dice does. roll. You can make a dice roll. He has things. He can do. He has skills. He does. Ha well, he doesn't have very good skills at this. Uh... There is a small cooler that has a Red Cross sign on the side of it. And uh, next to it is a handwritten note that is, it's not like in a Hallmark card, but it's folded in half and is laying next to it. Grab both off the nightstand, mm -hmm. um, set them on the bed in front of me. Open the cooler, see what's inside. There is some packaged ice, like a like you would have in there to keep your your packed lunch on a field trip cold. And there is a a pouch of blood. Manja manja. La, la, la. Sure. I'm you may reduce your hunger by one. Yes. And as you are sitting up and moving your body around, you will feel that more or less in your back coming mostly to your front is a hole. Yes, that's right. Because the last thing I remember was him coming at me with a wooden stake, right? I think that's the last thing well, I remember. There are those other things that happened that you remember. There's the other things that happened, but I mean, happened in real world, yeah. real time. I did see Keith come at me with a... With a stake. With a stake. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the note say? The note is a long, like, <sighs> full two pages apology and an attempt at an explanation as to what he had to do and why he did it. And you can see at points there are little, like, smudges in the ink from where maybe it got damp for some reason Aww. and smudged a little bit. Yeah. Poor guy. Okay. Poor guy. Poor guy. He didn't do anything wrong. He did what he needed to do to protect me. It's certainly true, and that starts off as uh, part of why he explains what he did, and then he begins to spiral a little bit, saying that if he overstepped or if he screwed up, he understands, and then that you know he'll turn himself in or whatever it is you <laughs> want to do, and it's. It gets pathetic, and you'll notice that it's not so much that he stopped writing, but that his pen began to run out of ink and stopped uh, stopped being able to write with that pen. 
I don't know if she would fold that up and just throw it in the nightstand or if she would crumple it up and toss it in the cooler. I can't answer that question for you. What dice roll would answer that question for us? I mean, like a, a D10 with odds and evens or something. I don't know. I don't know if it's really dice roll worthy. Wow. Here. Okay. It's not even dice roll worthy. No, that's okay. Got it. I mean, it's um, like to it's a decision based upon like how she wants to react to this. Like, you know, she's not in a fit of rage or terror or anything like that. No, she's not in her. Yeah, because she yeah, the frenzies past that she was in yep. right yep you are fully in control of your faculties so she'll take a, a moment to kind of consider it all and um she'll quickly fold up the paper and toss it in the nightstand um and then uh once she finishes the, the bag and and that she'll she'll get up and uh get dressed apparently she you know she's got heralding job to do and uh, she also needs to know how long, like, what day is it? She doesn't know how long she was out. So she's going to get dressed, and she's going to um, look for Keith to get some info and start her evening. Sure. A few things. One, you're wearing whatever it is you were wearing when you got staked. Well, I can't walk around with a hole in it. I've got to change. Right. I'm so. <laughs> just making sure you're aware of your situation. Yeah. You will probably also need to shower because there is blood involved and uh -huh. uh, all of that stuff. And uh -huh. as you check your phone to see that it has only been since last night, uh, you will get receive a text message from Coco. And what does it say again? Remind me. It says, are you okay? Where are you at? I'm on my way to the hospital. Thumbs up, home, why? It's cool. Jimmy's driving, getting Jade. No response. No, like, are you okay? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Uh, respond, I said, and then thumbs up, Imogy again. I thumbs up it back, but I make it so the thumbs up then like blows all the way across the screen. And I just like shut my phone off. Like just put it down. Screen down. I'm good. Everyone's stressing <laughs> me out. I'm trying to be good here. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Missy will put the phone down. And yeah, she's going to have to get cleaned up and, and change. Uh, which doesn't, it's not going to take long. Uh, and then she'll go on the hunt looking for Keith, which I assume is in that apartment with me. Yes, he is out sitting in the living room area. I imagine he has his own little space that he more or less sticks to when he's there, like his chair, his section of the couch or whatever. Um, he looks as though he hasn't slept very well. He's wearing what you remember him wearing, um, although a little bit more rumpled um his eyes are bloodshot and he's just kind of worried about everything uh the tv radio all that anything that would make sound out there is not on but he does look up at you when he hears the door open uh so she'll walk and uh take a, a seat in one of the chairs in the, the living room and then if he's not sitting in the same area, she'll kind of indicate for him to take a seat. 
he'll hesitate for a moment, but then does. Like, as if kind of feeling out your your response. Mm-hmm. And again, she's just kind of looking him over, and she can see he's apparently somewhat kind of upset, distraught at some point here. He doesn't look like he slept, you said. so. Yeah, he looks like the kind of person that's awaiting to receive some sort of bad news. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Uh, just sit there. Kind of rubber head. Just a rubber head. Say, did um, did any information come in? Uh, from the prince. Is there any tasks that I need to be made aware of? Is this part of your usual like normal nightly ritual or? No, she's asking because she's has been out of it and she doesn't know so she's asking has any word come in that she needs to be aware of okay uh he just shakes his head no there's there's been nothing uh, yeah. granted your phone was in your room with you but he mm-hmm. has not received any other communication well i assume if somebody was reaching out to missy on her phone and she didn't answer it because it was in the room with her they would go to him um it's also probable that any uh any daytime activities that would be communicated would go straight to him because mm-hmm. he could at least make some sort of answer or yeah notation about things yeah so um she'll ask does anyone else know what happened I don't know if anybody that wasn't there knows anything Okay. She'll kind of look at the state he's in again and look down at her outfit that is, you know, what she wears when she goes out to do her job. She'll sigh, she'll grab her phone, and she's going to send a text to whoever she communicates with between her and the prince saying that uh, she's taking the night off. She won't be able to do any heralding duties. She has to attend to personal business. Yeah, you get an acknowledgement from whoever is on the other end of the line it's not a uh, a specific person it's probably like a small office that mm-hmm. rotates a little bit um but it's uh it is acknowledged it is received and they don't give any kind of statement about it so she'll stand up uh and she'll start walking back towards her bedroom and then she'll she'll stop and look at him and said you go get some sleep we're not working tonight. We're just I'm just going to stay in. So, go. So, Keith looks you up and down and he's giving you that look of somebody that's trying to to read a little bit deeper. What is Missy's body language, tone of voice and stuff? What what subtext is Missy adding to what she has said? Unless you want to roll, like, composure and subterfuge if you want to hide any of that stuff from him. No, she's not hiding anything from him. Um, I think her body language right now is... uh, I I think she probably looks a little defeated, a little worn and tired. And it's not from being staked. But I guess to an outside observer, it probably would be assumed it's from being staked. Um, And I think in that effort of telling him you know the night's off I'm not going anywhere go sleep is her way of 
rewarding him or saying thank you without actually having to be mushy. So it's coming from a place of compassion instead of like a place of anger, get away from me kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Does he have a space here that he sleeps at or does Missy want or does Missy want him to go away and sleep? No. He has a room, he goes to his room and he goes to sleep. He stands uh posture like hat in hand. He says Okay, I'll I'll be over there. And he begins to head in that direction. He stops at the doorway and just looks at you for a moment, just glad you're all right. And then goes inside. And you can hear the sounds of like his suit jacket coming off, his like shoulder holsters coming off and banging against the uh like the coat rack where he would hang them up by the door. And you can hear him settling in. Once she knows he's he's settling, then she'll she's gonna go back and, and change and put on oversized sweatpants and oversized t shirt and just he come out in like a bathrobe? <laughs> no, sweatshirt and t shirt. Yeah, not a bathrobe. We're not gonna big Lebowski it, no. <laughs> like she showered, got changed, and then is getting changed again. So I'm like, wait, hold on, did I miss something here? No. She showered and got changed to go out and do business, and now she's like, Well, no, I'm not going out now. I'm staying in, so I'm not gonna wear these clothes. I'm gonna put on loungy clothes now. Um so yeah, she's just gonna uh do that and then she's gonna have to pick up her phone and uh she's I think she's also realizing Kendra. What about Kendra? Yeah, what about Kendra? She left her in the freezer. Sure did. Wow. Do you want to text Art about it? Sure. Uh, well, no, because I, I didn't want him to do anything with her in the freezer. He's not supposed to mess with her in the freezer. Yeah. And if well. I tell him she's in the freezer, he's gonna let her out of the freezer. That's the opposite of what Missy wants. So. Well, humans can go a few days without food and water. No, no, no. The idea is I'm trying to ghoul her, so I need to get back in there and do the blood thing. Yeah. I'm just I'm just pointing out that it doesn't necessarily need to be tonight. She can last a good, like, 36 hours before she uh, she really starts to suffer from, you know, food and water. Or you could find some way down there, or... Yeah, you know what? It's just running to the mall. That's what's, all. What could happen? I'm just going to the mall and right back and don't even have to bug keith about this she's gonna grab uh grab the keys grab her phone and everything and and head out head to the mall how is she gonna get down there how is she gonna get down there she has a car okay i wasn't sure if that was uh her plan normally drives it but she can drive mostly good well, she's not impaired or anything. No, she's not impaired. The, uh, she just, you know, never got a license. She doesn't know really how to drive a car. <laughs> uh, impaired is an actual like condition for having all of your health boxes full that mm-hmm. would cause, ah. uh, okay, cause dice penalties, which mm-hmm. you know could have mattered when you're just taking a quick drive. Uh, awesome. Um, we will deal with that and. 
you can easily silence of death out of there so that he doesn't even hear you leaving. That's the goal. Do you wait a little while to give him the chance to sleep or? Well, yeah, I figure by the time she changes and, and stuff and comes yeah. back out, she and realizes, oh, shit, Kendra, and then hymns and haws. Yeah, it's been a little while. Cool. Cutting back over to the hospital, the medical care facility. Um, the two of you are not necessarily escorted, but the person that's at the front desk. Uh, do you just ask for Jade or do you go to the doctor? What's your plan of attack with finding out where to go? Oh yeah, Jimmy will get there and he will text the doctor. Uh, we're at the hospital. Blah, 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 blah. He texts, we're at the hospital to pick up Jade. Uh, any instructions on what to do? That phone has been destroyed and thus does never and thus never answers your text. Uh-huh. Jimmy doesn't remember that, probably. Uh, it, it happened I after you I left. Just, but I told him I smashed his phone, like, when we got in the car. Jimmy doesn't clue in that his phone is smashed, means he can't get a text. Gotcha. So when it becomes clear that we're just kind of sitting for a minute, we're like, um, so the receptionist knows me. She, like, hates me. We can go talk to her real quick. Oh, I text the doctor to let him know, ask for directions. I smashed his phone. Okay, did you get his new number? Oh, shit. You're good at breaking things, you know that? First my car, then a then a phone. Oh, no, it, it wasn't. Like, it, it was a first for you was your car. But, yeah, I am good at breaking things. Thank okay. you. Uh, I'm working on my anger, though, and I have a plan. Jimmy opens the car to the door and hops out. Oh, yeah, what 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 plan is that? You're gonna like it, and it's something very nice. But I'm not gonna tell you until all this whole deal is over, okay? Because that's my plan now. But like sometimes plans can change, like you know. Yeah, yeah. I heard anger management is a thing you could try. That's literally exactly what I'm oh. right now. Cool. Do you need like a pillow to punch? To let out all that stress. No, let let's go. Let's 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 de-stress. We're going wusa. Wusa. Is that some Chinese thing? Something like that, like ancient Chinese secret or something. I swear I heard it in a movie. But okay, and we're walking, we're walking, and I'm just like being kind of sarcastic and like, let's go, pretending to be a tour guide towards the front door of the hospital. Jimmy just kind of shakes his head and follows along. So yeah, the chick, she really doesn't like me, I'm saying, as I like open up the door to go into the hospital. Jimmy turns on awe as she mentions that. The the person at the front desk looks up, makes a slight face at Coco before being enraptured by Jimmy and all smiles and everything else. Hey, um, our friend Jade, uh, she's supposed to be here. We were told to meet her. Yeah. Uh, do you have a last name or a room number? Jimmy looks over to Coco. 
it's Jade Smith. Okay. And she's here. Dr. Um, what's his name? Jimmy like knows the room and I'm texting Jade. Like what room number are you? Question mark. We're here. Uh, she'll hit you back with the number. It's. Yeah. So then I just pass the room number along to Jimmy and the lady. Who's in room 139. Yeah. Room 139. We can just go through. Yeah. The. Elevators down that way gives you little directions. There's a gift shop off to the side that's closed up. There's uh, two banks of elevators. There's a sign for stairs. You can see a big double door that's employees only. You know, usual stuff. As soon as she's out of eyesight, he turns off awe. See, that's how you talk to women. Didn't didn't you know? You use mind control on them. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. It's a little, like, rude to tell a lady how to talk to other ladies. So maybe put that in your how to talk to ladies file. Oh, thanks. Yeah. That's some good advice. It's the only kind that I have, honestly. All right. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'll go in, say my speech to her, and then... Uh, I'll get you. Shouldn't be too long. Yeah, I'll just stay like right here, um, like two or three minutes, right? Uh, there's like a little snack machine. I feel like I'll like hover by the snack machine and see if I can see anything like interesting. Maybe just snack on for later or something. But um, oh, um, Missy texted me back. She's good, and I guess home. So she's not even here. So like. I'll be waiting right here. Cool. Jimmy just kind of walks away. Go into room 139. Cool. You have a little sticker somewhere. Or no, you just walked right in. They didn't even give you a little, like, this is who I am and who I am the C sticker that hospitals are prone to do. Um, Cool. Walking into the room, Jade is... Laying in the bed, but seating, sitting up, she's got a little tray of some snacks, some food she was eating. She is in uh, civilian clothes. She's just sitting on the chair, or she's sitting in the bed, just TV's going. She's got some snacks on the table, and her shoes are by the bed with a small bag of what you presume are the rest of her personal effects. All right, so Jimmy sits down in a chair. Hey, Jade. Coco's out in the hall. She'll be here in a minute. Um, Did you close the door? Yes. Okay. Important question. Coco's out in the hall. We'll, uh, she'll be here in a second, a moment or two. Uh, there's a few things I want to tell you about what happened. She's given you a very hate-filled look, given as the last time you hung out. You kidnapped her. First of all, I want to apologize for uh, abducting you, I guess. And yes, being horrible. Is Jimmy being truthful and honest? About being sorry about that part? Yes, he's sorry about having to actually harm her. Okay. But he's... Not sorry that he did it because it was for her own good. Like, 
putting her in the situation he's not upset about, but actually physically having to harm her, he is. Does that make sense? Yeah, I was just lining up whether or not I needed to make a little roll here. Mm. You know, these people are being kind of kind of judgmental tonight. They are. Can't imagine why that is. All right. I did what I did so that you could have your blood bound your blood binding yeah, blood binding broken so that you could choose if you wish to be blood bound or not. Okay? When you are blood bound to someone such as Coco, you want to do everything for them pretty much even if it means your own death. I do not believe that is right. So I wanted to break that bind bound. That binding. It's a strange word to say. Anyway, it doesn't excuse me harming you at all. I believe it was for your own good, but I've been told that's a horrible thing to say in this situation. If you don't want to be bloodbound, you need to either not drink her blood or drink the blood of multiple kindred. All right, and I'm leaving that decision up to you, but I wanted you to know you know what it's like to be bloodbound and you know how to not be bloodbound if you so choose. That is all. Do you have any questions? Or well, should I go get Coco? The whole time that you're explaining yourself, she's just been kind of death glaring you, as one might expect, but silent, not really reacting. Uh, she looks at you, and then when you mention that Coco's waiting outside, she looks to the door, very slight movements of her head and her eyes to the door, and then she'll just kind of give you a get out Jimmy gets up and leaves heads over to Coco uh, sorry did she leave or did she just say get out she just told you to get out okay sorry I wasn't 100% clear oh, yeah, so Jimmy's going to get up leave head over to Coco Um, she wasn't very talkative but I think she would rather see you than me okay duh like I told you that, like, I know you think you're super handsome, and to some, you definitely are. Okay, but I'm going to do girl talk now with another girl, okay? Are you going to wait for me, though? Because I told you, big surprise. Yeah, I'll, I'll be in the car. Okay, but don't leave. That would be a real jerk move, and we're making, like, so many, like, forward steps in our therapy progress together. <laughs> sorry that just reminded me of something my father did a long time ago uh i told he told us uh he's just going to drive around the block a few times while we do something and he just left um don't know why i brought that up but uh just a funny story anyway no i'm not gonna just leave you i'll be uh rocking out on my tunes okay that's tragic i'll meet you at the car yeah. Jimmy just walks away. That guy's like a fucking onion, man. And I just like kind of skip down the hallway. Hey, girl. Hey. As soon as I get in the room. Oh, my God. I've missed you so much. He catches up for a moment as you come in just because, you know, the door is open and a rather 
energetic method and then sees that it's you and then she just starts to get that lip quiver and her eyes get that like glassiness and as the two of you hug she just like completely breaks down oh my god stop like what's the matter it's all right it's like uh, what happened happened like i kind of know what happened but like oh my are you all right You've been to a variety of different therapies for a variety of different things. Uh, And some of the stuff that they were trying to teach you has actually stuck around and been something you remember. She is clearly upset. She is trying to parse through a lot of things right now. Um, But she is very confused. Okay, well, like, ha- have you seen the doctor today? Are you feeling better? Like, yesterday was fucking weird. Like, it's been a weird couple of days, dude. Like, I wanted to, like, hurt some people. Like, they, you can't just, like, take my sister. Roll me what you think might be appropriate to help calm her down and straighten her out. I mean, composure is a nice thing because we want her to kind of calm down. I feel like that has mm-hmm. to be one of them. And maybe like persuasion because I'm trying to talk her into calming down. Sure, we can see how that goes. After like a minute, some soft back rubbing and, and calm words, um, she just gives you like, yeah, let's, let's get the fuck out of here. Fucking hate doctors. All right, cool. Yeah, let's. Um, I don't know if did they give you like exit paperwork, like, or do we just tell like, come on, get your shit. Let's just go. Uh, she slings her legs over the side of the bed, puts her shoes on, grabs her bag, and begins to pretty confidently, if still a little like coming down from being upset, uh, head the fuck out of here. Yeah, I just, like, link my arm into hers and do, like, the little, like, pat rub on her, like, bicep. Like, it's fine. Like, let's just go. We'll do, like, a relax. It's been, like, a rough days. We'll have to stop by the club. But, like, then, like, we're going to chill. Okay? Yeah, we can. Let's just. I just need to be out of here in my bed. I can all right let, yep and we're just like kind of walking and just like not really talking about that but just like it's gonna be okay past the nurse's station past the like snack things and past the lady that doesn't like me just just nods and just yeah let's let's just go um she's definitely got some shit that's fucked up in her head right now um physically seems fine well, seems fine in the way that she's got no makeup on. She's not wearing, like, crazy fun outfits, and her hair isn't done up, but no signs of injury or stress or anything like that. She probably looks like when we first, like, met at rehab that first time. Like, all just, like, strung out and jacked. Poor girl. Ugh, I hated that. I hate that for her. It has been... A few days since she's gotten high. 
listen, we're going to work on all of those things. Okay. That's why we're just going to like kind of do a relax and like a hangout. Like it's going to be okay. Yeah, no, it'll, it'll be fine. And we can. Did you know that Troy is looking for you, BT dubs? Her eyes go wide and just kind of like, yeah. Uh, Yeah. I, we broke up. Oh no, honey, we'll talk about it later over some like cocktails or something. Yeah, sure. I'm can we get out of here? Absolutely. I'm just like continuing to like just walk. <laughs> um I'm just walking towards Jimmy's car, ready to go. But the two of us are definitely sitting in the back this time. Like I don't even care about his attitude. As you leave the hospital though, you can hear blaring music coming from the SUV. Right now it's playing uh, Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire. What's uh, Jade's reaction to like the loud music? Uh, nothing specifically to that, but you can definitely see her giving Jimmy the like mean mug. I'll get him to turn the shit off, or at least fucking down, but he's our ride, okay? Um, do you want to go home first or like, cause you kind of look like a mess. Like you don't have to come to the club with me. I just got to do some work. Like I'm I, like got to get paid now and stuff. So, um, that's up to you, baby. We can take you home or I can go to the club. Like it, it's however you want to do this. Okay. So just think about it. You have a few minutes in the car before you have to make a decision. All right. But you can do this. Roll me, uh, like, wits and insight. There is a look that goes across her face that's just like, really? And then she just says, I just need to get home into my bed. Uh, Okay, then home it is, but in this stupid fucking car. Okay, so at least it's a nice one. And I, like, walk over and open up the back door. Jimmy, can you turn this shit fucking down? My friend just got out of the hospital. It's, like, obnoxious. She's a party girl. She enjoys the loud music, doesn't she? Not right now. Have some respect. Remember talking to ladies? Oh, right. Yeah, Jimmy just turns off the music. He doesn't really care about the music right now. Somewhere in there, you got that look from Jade that was just daggers. And then she just gets into the car. That, like, motherfucker just gets in. Can you just um take us back to uh, my apartment, please? Thank you. And then I'll hook up with you later about your surprise, Jimmy. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. Jimmy notices that they're both in the back seat, but doesn't say anything. Just a look of not as evil Derek Dagger glaring that um, Jade's giving him, but... Mm-hmm. Just like a a glare of, yeah, I'll let you get away with it this time, to Coco. If, if she even gets that, he wants her to sit in the front. Anyway, yeah, he drives off um, to Jade's place. I don't think Jimmy knows where Jade lives. No, we're going to my apartment because she's definitely got a room at my place where she stays. 
like my paint room and stuff, I'm pretty positive that's where she wants to go. It was like my place because we practically live together. She doesn't want to go back to her mom's. Definitely does not want to answer those questions. All right, cool. Jimmy heads over. And I'm assuming he's just kind of sitting awkwardly during the whole drive. Oh, yeah, I'm quiet in the back seat, just trying to do a rub. She's clearly upset. Like, this has been traumatic for her. Yeah, she is completely silent the entire time. And when you guys pull up, she doesn't even really wait for the car to come to a complete stop before she is unbuckling her seatbelt and getting out. Okay, so thanks for the lift there, broski. I'll hit you up in a little bit, okay? I'll probably just, like, Uber back to the mall because I got to be there later. Like, maybe I'll see you. Uh, Yeah, sure. Do what you need to do. Yep. Just kind of shut the door a little bit harder probably than I needed to. But I'm working on my anger, so I didn't, like, do slam or break or nothing. Just, like, a little harder. And now just kind of quietly, like, walk up to the apartment take a look at the security camera and do a little wave and then just head in. Sure. We'll follow Jimmy for a minute as he drives back to the mall. What's Jimmy's mind running about? That went about as well as he expected. He uh, should probably get back to talking to Stan to figure out whatever issues he's going through. Overall, though, not bad. Not bad, not great, just, you know. Mediocre. Mediocre, indeed. Not great, not terrible. Cutting over to the mall. Missy, you've parked. It's fine, I don't know why they make you need a license to drive. Everybody can do it. Right? It doesn't make any sense at all, but here you are. You're at the mall. Okay. Go inside and go to the the freezer where I left her. Mm-hmm. Open that up. Sure. Um, it does stink a little bit in here, as in one of the corners, well, nature takes its course. Mm-hmm. But Kendra is there on the other, as far away from that corner of the the freezer as she can be is there leaning against the wall and is asleep. Walk over and nudge her with my foot. Wake her up. Did you stop and bring anything or are you just coming straight here? Just straight there. I didn't bring anything. Okay. Uh it takes her a second she rouses again. Oh, it's you. Okay. Um I thought you were gonna leave me in here to die. Laugh at that. That was never the case. Okay, great. Because it's like, yeah, it's not good being here. This, this is bad. I don't like this. I don't want to do this anymore. Missy will nod. Yeah, I get it. So you can go, but I'll offer you a choice. You can go, and we never cross paths again. You leave the city, you're gone. Or we can continue doing what we started back at your dorm room. And you can be part um, 
you're going to be with me and uh, under my protection and we'll be family, pretty much. Does Missy have one of these two options that she would prefer? No. Either is fine with Missy. Okay. Is she using all, or is she just no. laying it out? She's giving her a choice, something nobody ever gave her. Interesting. I don't even know how I would begin to get out of here. There's like so many different things, like the school that I'm not finished and all of that tuition the money that's being paid and then I would have to pay back the grants if I stopped going and then my mom would be really mad because it was kind of lucky that we were able to get those grants in the first place and then there's all of the the rest of the things and then schooling and then I would still need to find a job and a career and all of it and she begins to to nervously ramble as she you know pulls her pulls herself still in a seating position but starts to put her hands on her head and just kind of try to think through all of the different possibilities of what's going on. Missy shakes her head, rolls her eyes, turns around and walks out, doesn't close the door behind her. It's wide open. Where does Missy go? She just walks out of the room. It smells. She's hoping Kendra will follow. She doesn't want to have this conversation in there. It stinks. Okay, so she's just going like right outside of the Yeah, out into the mall, walking areas by the rail. I don't know. A couple of minutes will pass as you hear her still muttering or trying to figure things out in her head in there. And then, quietly, slowly and sheepishly, she will come out and move to stand near you. And just kind of rock there on her feet for a moment. Well, what do you want to do? All my life, I have been seeing things, hearing things, not having any answers, people looking down on me and not really uh, just, it's never worked out. And they all said that I was crazier, that I was making it up for the attention, but nobody really seemed to understand that these things were real. And then there's this there's this show, they, they started, it's a podcast really, and she starts talking about arts podcasts for a minute before but that's not important right now it that they listened to the things that i was saying and, and actually i guess believed in me or at least had the idea that there was a a grain of truth to what i was saying but then it's and then you were real and it feels like this might be answers for the things of my entire life So, you're saying you want to continue what we started in the dorm room? I don't even know what that was, but I know that you might have answers for me in some way, somehow, for some things. All right. Let's go. Where do you start to to lead her? Because she will follow. Back to the car. We're leaving. Okay. Do Jimmy and... Missy bump into each other? Well, that was going to be my question because I wasn't sure. And I feel like, for drama's sake, the two of you have to at least cross paths. 
So Jimmy, as you get back to the mall, you're you know pulling the car into park. You're gonna see the car that Missy travels around in with Keith in the parking lot. All right. Well, then Jimmy's going to head in to the food court. And I, has anyone seen Missy around? Some of your watchmen will say that they saw her head off and will point down the mall, but. She didn't talk to us. We didn't bother her. All right. Then uh, he's going to start heading that way and then text Keith. Uh, hey, where where are you guys? You will bump into Missy before you get a response to that text message. And Missy is walking with a young woman who looks a mess. So first, Jimmy, just looking at Missy, making sure she's not going to stab him. And go, uh, how you doing? I'm fine. You wake up okay? She's gonna squint her eyes. Obviously, I'm standing here talking to you. Obviously, I woke up okay. 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 Just, uh, see you around. Jimmy just kind of takes a step out of the way and lets them walk past. Missy will kind of usher Kendra to go in front of her and Missy's just going to keep her eyes on Jimmy. And then when Kendra's past Jimmy, then she will walk behind her going toward back or going towards where her car is. Towards that exit. So on the walk, Jimmy realizes he's never seen the other girl around. Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh oh. Is she trying to. Who is she? Hmm. Suspicious of ghouling because Missy has two already? I, a third is right up her MO. Do me a favor and roll me a wits and awareness, by the way. Sure, Jimmy. yeah. Not specifically for Kendra, but I want to see if you pick up on. Well, how fucking injured. There might be something a little off with the way that Missy is walking because, you know, you have a gaping hole in your chest and it's near where your your spine, your ribs are definitely broken in that area as a sharpened piece of wood went through them. Um, there's just a, something a little off with the way that Missy is carrying herself and walking around the mall. Uh, possible she doesn't even notice. And you think back to the, you know, stabbing and beating you took the other night. Uh, okay, so she, okay, so Jimmy then probably makes the conclusion that this is just someone to feed on. Possible. It it's hard to tell like the type of damage that she took. It's not like uh, her face is all bashed up or anything like that. It's the middle of her chest, underneath a a baggy set of clothing. Um, so it's going to be something noticeable that something is off but not that like oh she's in danger of literally falling into two pieces because you know her spine is broken and i'll ask missy if how badly physically injured has she ever been is this the worst that she's ever been is this her first time being staked is this it's her first time being staked but it is not her first time being in well no not like in pain but like 
this walking around damage. with three boxes of damage that mm-hmm. uh, she is purposefully not healing at the moment. Yeah, no. Uh, I think it's... Um, I think she's being very slow about healing it because I think it's a feeling that distract distracts her from all the other stuff that she has been feeling while she was staked. And I think it's, okay. it's, it distracts her from that. She can focus on that pain. So let's just keep that pain in there longer. So we don't have to think about the other stuff. It, it's a distraction to keep her mind focused on that instead of all of the other things that she was dealing with. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, yeah. So the two of you are able to, to draw whatever conclusions you want from that situation. Oh, right. Yeah. Before she leaves, Jimmy will say, uh, Hey, did you get my uh, message from art? So you would have gotten that message message. while you were staked Mm -hmm. back in your apartment. It would have been on my phone. Right, a text or something. Uh, no, like no. You would have been laying there. So Keith would have brought you back, and sometime throughout the night, you would have been like still riding out that frenzy situation, and then Keith would not have unstaked you until during the day because he didn't know when it would have been safe. But he knows that by the next night, it would have, you know, it would have come out of it. Frenzies don't last that long. Um, and sometime while you were laying there staked, unable to do anything, still conscious and out of the frenzy, he would have played, this was over the phone, right, Jimmy? Um, I I think think that's, weren't you calling him and that this was right? I was calling art so that Mm -hmm. art could hold the phone because Jimmy figured that. Jimmy knowing Missy's address would make Missy more upset. So he was having Art deliver a phone so that Jimmy could call the phone Uh, and send the message. So this message would have been something that you would have gotten while you were staked and unable to physically respond. Mm -hmm. And then in passing here, as the two of you pass, he asks if you got his message. She'll stop, uh, turn around, look at him. Yeah. Jimmy, I I got your message. We're okay for now? She shrugs her shoulders. We might be. I don't know. Depends. Okay. We'll see. She'll kind of look him up and down. She goes, yeah, we'll see. Jimmy just kind of stands there waiting for her to walk away, I guess. Because he doesn't know what to do. Yeah, she'll start walking again. But before they exit, she'll look back over her shoulder at Jimmy. I don't know if it's a friendly look or an angry look. I think it's just a deadpan look. And then she'll go out, get Kendra in the car, and head back to her place. Cool. We will cut over to Coco and Jade. Uh um, coming into your apartment with you guys, Jade is going to just kind of collapse in on herself. The front that she has been putting up for the past, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes as you guys drove here, went up the elevator and got into her house. And then she just drops her stuff 
leans against the wall and just kind of slides down it and just sits there for a moment and sobs a little bit. I mean, I'm like right there with her, just still doing like a comfort. Like, do just let me know. Like, do you want me to draw you a bath? Like, you got to get cleaned up. You can't get into bed like this. Like, do you want to sleep? Like, do you want to tell me about it? Do you need to do you need a break first? Like throwing rapid fire every question at her, which is probably not what they told me in therapy. But like, that's how I'm feeling right now. I'll give you a little nod when you talk about a bath or you know, getting any of that stuff ready. And she was, yeah, that. And she'll start to just kind of pull herself together. Okay, so just also ask her if she wants something to, if she wants a drink, do you want me to get you some water, like a beer, like a shot? Like, uh, I'm going to like run you a bath and you, you just stay right here. She just nods without saying what specific thing that she wants as, a drink. Well, I like go through the kitchen anyway. I want to get the bath started. Put some like Epsom salts, like make it like girly and stuff. Like she's had it rough. Maybe like a candle and then come out. If she's still in the same spot on the floor, I'm just going to reach into the fridge and grab her a beer and a bottle of water and just like sit down with her with both of them on the ground and just wait and just look. He takes the water first, and then after a moment, we'll take the beer as well. And then she's just going to do that thing where she leans over, resting her shoulder against yours, and her head will then flop onto your shoulder, slash kind of bumping against your head. It's just, I don't fucking know what I'm doing Duh, neither of us do. Like, literally, I don't think any of us do. That's fine. What? <laughs> We've known this. They taught us this like day one of rehab, right? She just gives a small nod, straightens up a little bit to drink this time from the beer, and just like everything's so so fucked up. I don't. My head is all a mess. I don't. I don't know. It's just. Listen, when you're ready to talk about it, I'm here, okay? Like, you're my best friend. This, I, I, all this shit is new to me too, okay? And you know, I'm just kind of like fumbling through on like a good day. Like, I kind of know what happened with Jimmy and I'm really not very happy. But like, you're back and we're going to get through this together, okay? Yeah, maybe, maybe. So fucked. Yeah, yeah, really, really it is. So apparently we have like an unhealthy relationship, which is not the first time we've heard that, right? I mean, there's all kinds of like crazy ass shit that they've said about all of the stuff we've done. And she's uh, clearly referencing all of the drugs that you've taken. But this, and she motions to you and your state as an undead being, it's like fucking vampires and shit, man. Like, that's, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for that. What does that mean? I thought, like, you were my, like, ride or die. You're it's something, I didn't choose this. I, I know that 
it's I'm really fucked up right now, and I need time to process what's happened and what has. And she just leans back on to you again. Uh, do you let her after her, you know, vampire-ish statement? Yeah, because she's confused and she's really not trying to like hurt my feelings. Just a little miffed. So, like, I I get it. Um, I I understand, and I talked to like Jimmy about this, trying to like see his point of view, and he thinks that it's really unhealthy, and that I'm like basically making you my slave. But that's not true, right? He just looks down and doesn't really answer. Really? Dude. Look, it's okay. All right? You need time. I clearly need time. I just need you to know, like, I love you. You're my absolute best friend. And honestly, I should probably go check your bath water. Um, I'll get you some, like, sweatpants or something. And you take your bath. Look, like, I have to go to the mall anyway. So I'll be gone for just a little bit. And, like, text me if you need anything. Okay? Yeah, I. That's probably. Yeah, I can do that. Do you want me to like order some food for delivery or something, or like, do you got that? And like, honestly, I really, really think that you should just like hit up Troy. Like, if it, I, we should talk about that too, but not right now. Later, okay? Like, food, yes, whatever. I'm not really hungry right now. It's just kind of. You will remember that, that she had a pile of snacks on her tray, but those snacks were not eaten. They were just like little single serve things that hospitals give out. That uh, it's were just there. hospital trash anyway. Like we would order better food. Okay, well, like, do you want me to? Um, I think I have some of that pot here. Remember that like stuff that you know we did. Do you need anything else? Like, is there anything else like that'll make you feel better? Anything you want me just to like to drop off or leave here or have delivered? He pulls out her phone. It's uh just like I can I can just grub hub or something. Okay, but like there's not a lot of beer. Do you need like beer or like drugs or are you just like trying to just do like a full on chill for a little bit? No, I I think I just need to to get a bath, get cleaned up, and just just sleep. Okay, well, like, text me, okay? Because I've been worried about you, and I just... I am worried about you now, still, okay? And I just, like, look her in her eyes, that sincere, like, eyeball. Like, I really care about you. You really are my best friend, and this has been really hard on me, too, okay? And just kind of squeeze her shoulders and then just give her a big hug. All right, I'm I'm out of here, sis. Like, hit me up, okay? I'll be home later. She holds you tight, your cold flesh tight in this hug, and then you can feel her sob into your shoulder a little bit. She's like, yeah, well, we'll figure it out. So I kiss her forehead and just kind of, like, peace out. I can't, I can't just stay and make this worse on me. Ugh. So you you help her get settled, get into the bath, get her beer, get her some pot, get her to just 
her relaxing state where she stops really doing anything except for like you know just I need I need you to stop fussing and and then I guess you head off to the mall. Yeah, I like um get myself a ride uh like a Uber type situation on over to the mall. Uh, as you head down and out, I think that's where we will cut it for tonight to see what Art gets up to with the things that are happening. So we're going to start off the next night, which means everybody's going to need to roll me rouse checks to awaken. Oh, Missy, you were three hunger, right? Is that what you were at? Am I also rolling that? Yeah, because here, vampirism is a curse and it's terrible for you. So even while you're staked, you still have to roll. I get super hungry and eat everything. Name Jimmy. Well, you're not near Jimmy at the moment. I can go find him and eat him. Uh, uh -oh. Do we have how much damage I did to you? Yeah. Wow. Cool. Do I have to add a hunger? No, I don't. No, you were successful. I'm good. So you are yeah. still at three. Whew. Good. Oh, uh, how much willpower would we cover? Your highest of resolve or composure. Okay. And how much? Uh, the the hard the the stronger damage. To heal aggravated damage when you that wake, one? it is three rouse checks per point of damage. All right, so I can get my willpower back to five. Uh, but I can't yeah. do anything about my health. It's still down to just three. Yeah, you can't do anything. With, don't worry about your health right now. Your health damage is superficial damage. So you'll be able to heal mm -hmm. that whenever you want. Okay. Once you're uh, off the stick. Uh, Jimmy, do you want to do three rouse checks for yeah, one? To heal your aggravated damage. Okay. Oh, he has aggravated? Wow. Yeah, he had a fun night. Don't worry about wow. it. So I gained two hunger. Yep. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but your uh, any semblance of the wound or anything that had happened to you is gone. You are whole once more. Good to know. Alright, cool. Bookkeeping done. Uh... I've been rolling it around in my head as to who to start with, since everybody is once again split up, and which would be the most interesting. Uh, and then I decided to start with Jimmy. What night are we on? No idea what night we were on. Cool. Cool. Uh, you will find Madame Fina in her usual places. Do you want to go ahead and pull your card? Yep, I just remembered I should do that. So I'm trying to get my cards out. Oh my god. It's a horrible box that's falling apart. Yo, I picked up a box of potatoes today, and it ripped in three places and dumped like 50 potatoes all over the floor. I was mad. Well, I hope my cards don't turn out like that potato. Or potatoes, I suppose. Alright, the Three of Pentacles reversed. And my book says... Uh, work stalls, mediocrity, weakness, faltering nerve. Interesting. 
random Google that I did of it says reversed is disharmony, misalignment, working alone. How appropriate. Oh, right, yeah. Before she leaves, Jimmy will say, uh, hey, did you get my uh, message from Art? What was the message from Art? The one I messaged you? In oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> this may have been a failure on my behalf. Hold on. No. Oh, okay, hold on. Let me... Collusion. So... This was something that was supposed to happen during the other recording we were doing. Oh, yeah. But we didn't get to that point. Okay. So I will just copy and paste this to you now and give you a second to read it. Growth. Growth. Unless there's something else. Any of you guys want to do tonight? Not me. I'm good. No, I'm good. Okay. Um. Actually, cool. Jimmy should probably feed, but. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. want to do a, a snack roll? If those of you that want to. Yes, I want to snack. Sure. Uh, do I have any of my Haven to snack on right now? Or not Haven, I, my. I don't think you guys have used your herd at all. Nom nom on Jimmy's herd. There's only two pips, though, right? However many dots you haven't heard is how many dots you would have to, to snack on. I have three. Okay. Um, a, an interesting question for Coco is, as, as she flips through her character sheet, um, what are you looking for? Now I was just doing it to be obnoxious. Oh, well, in that case... Uh, Go team! Uh, how is Coco going to get a snack? Um, my Uber driver looks delicious. You know what? That's fair. Give me, um, all right, you're just going to kind of like do a sneaky nom? Like, yeah, a sneaky sweet talk nom nom. Uh, I guess just give me like a subterfuge and some kind of social role here to just like just want to make sure nothing bad would happen. Yeah, you can get a little a little sippy sip off of your your Uber driver here. And Missy, are you sitting with your hunger and your damage at the moment? Uh yeah. I'm gonna sit. Yep. I mean I had the little blood bag. I got I'm I reduced one, so I'm okay for yep. now. Cool. Just want to make sure. All right. Bookkeeping done. And uh, we'll see what happens next time as everything is. I don't even know what, I, what to say about where everything is. <laughs> Healing, maybe? We're moving forward with therapy. <laughs> Need to find you guys at the vampire therapist. <laughs> All right. Cool. That was so very unconfrontational for once. It was weird. For once. I gotta figure out how does how does GRC stop? Just stop. No, oh, GRC, no. Jimmy looks over to Coco. Did we ever give her a last name? 
I don't know. It's your best friend. Uh, her character sheet doesn't have a last name for. She doesn't have to have a last name if you don't want her to have a last name. Um, sure. So Jade Smith. How does that sound? Sounds like a good last name to me. So sounds pretty made up. Well, yes. So I don't know if you looked at her character sheet or if you just made it up, but her character sheet did already say Jade Smith on it on the actual like sheet sheet. Did it for real? I am so good at this game. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Ah, yes, here we are. This uh, Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official uh, fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive A.B and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or for upcoming releases, you can find them at worldofdarkness.com.